Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. My name is Cassie. And I'm Kate. Hi, Kate. Welcome, Kate. Thank welcome you, to guys. Our, welcome to our home. It's so nice to have you. Thank you. Have you ever watched Ghost Adventures, Kate? I haven't, actually, no. And you still haven't, after tonight. (laughs) Uh, Tonight, we actually, it's another special episode, uh, because we want to return to Ghost Adventures with our good friends, the Nelson Sisters. So, uh, today we indulged ourselves in an episode of a British TV program that Zach Bagans is a producer on. Our listener, Ellis Moon. Hi, Ellis. Uh, they recommended that we check out Zach Bagan's new show. He's kind of a producer on it. Or, you, can yeah. t- you can tell that like a lot of this was his idea and yeah. the way they do things. It's very mu- It felt like an episode of Ghost Adventures, but uh-huh. with different hosts. It is a British television show called Help My House is Haunted. Uh, and we had to create an account because we live in America. And it still didn't fucking work. <laughs> it I had didn't to create work. an account with this British website to try and watch it for free. It still didn't fucking work. So, so. we had to use my aunt and uncle's zip code. <laughs> so yeah, if you need to, if you need to be able to access it, just look up British zip codes and type one in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not that great of a security feature, I guess. But whatever. Uh, This show is about three people who go to haunted locations and learn a little bit about the haunted location and then lock themselves in all night. So it sounds kind of exactly like Ghost Adventures. Yeah, except Uh, it's supposed to be only places where people live. So that's why it's called Help My House is Haunted. And the main three characters are Chris Fleming, who is the expert psychic and I would say star of the show. He's the Zach Bagans. (laughs) Um, there's Sandy Lackdar, who is a truth seeker. She's the, uh, Nick of this show. Yes. Yes. And then there is Barry Guy, who is the Aaron of the show. He's the tech expert. He even has the same exact fucking tactical vest that Aaron wears. I know. When I saw that, I was like, that's Aaron. It's uncanny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Except these three are kind of nice to each other, which I like. Except for uh, one scene that happens in this one. <laughs> right. So, Kate, what were your impressions of these three individuals? Um, so, I liked the I liked Barry and Sandy. They seemed kind of like somewhat reasonable considering what they're doing, but uh, Chris just seemed kind of full of himself. So it was hard to pay attention to what he was doing all the time. I feel like he was personally trained by Zach Bagans to be the man he is. I'm just thinking, we just watched... Oh, by the way, everyone, happy October 1st. Happy October 1st, yeah. Happy first day of Halloween, of many. That's um, when we record... It'll go up on a different day. Oh, yeah, that's when that's we're true. recording this. But and I have this great view of Jeremy, our new roommate, in this jubilant pose <laughs> right now. Yeah, we have a, a new roommate who's very humorous. <laughs> and there's no bones about how cool he is. He's a skeleton, everyone. 
Um, yeah, he came with an eye patch and a bandana. It's fantastic. Um, we can we can send you guys a picture. Uh, so where was I going with this? Oh yeah, a few days ago we were watching Shaun of the Dead, and you know that scene if you've seen Shaun of the Dead where there's the one party of survivors trying to find the Winchester. Oh, then there's, then the, there's other the other they party, the end, yeah. and they pass by each other, and each character is like Hi. the equivalent Hi. of, you know, they're like the same, I don't know. That's what I thought like this was to Ghost Adventures. Good insight. Yeah. I know that's kind of a long way to explain it, but... No, but that's how it's it feels. Zach, Aaron, and Nick. This is like them if they're in the alternate universe where they're just British. Yeah. And, Except Sandy, who's French. And they have more... Yeah, only one of them is actually British. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't think ghost hunting is like particularly an American thing. But I don't know. I find it strange that they wanted an American in it. But it's probably because Zach Bagans producing. And, and Zach knew this guy, I'm, he's I'm like, assuming. He's like, he's the best psychic. Gotta get him on. <clears throat> he sees himself in him. There is definitely some kind of two-way influence. I don't know where... where This is a real chicken-egg kind of thing for me, where Zach and Chris are definitely influencing one another, but I cannot tell which direction it's going in. Because Chris <laughs> has that... like Chris is a psychic, and he gets visions, and he thinks he like sees what's really going on with the ghosts and all that. Well, I think Chris is more experienced in performance, because if you check him out, he's like... He does tours... He does inspirational speaking, which I thought was hilarious. He is a celebrity. He's the Dr. Oz of the ghost world. Well, he has like a therapy session with the ghost. He, does. he, he does. does. He fucking does ghost couples therapy yes. at the end of this episode. <laughs> he does. Um, I just want to say that it was so cool. I, I mean, America's a really young country, and it's just really cool seeing all the old shit in England. Yeah, this castle's very old. This is in we were UK. in. We were in Chillingham Castle. Yeah, it was in gorgeous. Alnick, Northumberland. Yeah. And uh, so the dude who owns this place, he is a sir. He's actually a baronet. And if you don't know what a baronet is, don't worry, because we didn't either. <laughs> he's a commoner, but he's allowed to be called sir. So he's not even really a knight. He just has the same title as a knight. Yeah. He has enough money to purchase the title, I think. Yes, that's basically <laughs> it. That's basically what it is. He owns the land. He owns the title. That's about it. Yeah. Um, his name and he's is... famous because he had like... He was on Antiques Roadshow, but the English version or something like that. No, not Antiques Roadshow. He's like apparently an expert in architecture and antiques. So, uh, yeah, his name is Sir Humphrey Wakefield. And he's, you know, he's an older man, um, but he owns this beautiful castle (laughs) and he restored it um, to what it is today. And it's just freaking gorgeous inside. Just beautiful, ornate furniture and bits and bobs. I'm kind of wondering, though, because there is a torture chamber in the the dungeon area down below. I'm wondering if all that is from the castle or if, since he's an antique expert, oh, shit. he oh. got it from other... <laughs> I didn't even think of this. <laughs> like, were these actual implements that were in the castle? We'll get to it anyway. Keep that so, in mind. Keep yes, that in mind. We're going to get to a dungeon. So this uh, Humphrey also mentions that there are both evil spirits and what he calls wantful spirits. I'm not really sure what that means, but uh, we learned, that's what we learned from him about this place. And, and just so you guys know, there is kind of a language barrier in that it's really difficult to understand what he's saying. Um, not that we speak a different language, but... 
You just cannot hear through it's, this man. It's well, and he has a strong accent, and he's older, so he's not speaking as clearly. Oh, but the castle's on the edge of Scotland. Too. Yeah. So, and he, he's also quite quiet. And I know Americans are known for being loud. I know we're loud, but <laughs> what? So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe our ears are just not used to a quieter method of speaking. <laughs> So on the sort of in, initial visit with our three ghost hunters, the, they're in a car driving up, and Chris, the psychic, is getting visions, and he says that he'll be in a dark stone room. <laughs> duh. Fucking, duh. Are you, like, are you serious, dude? Like, he also like, says he's getting screams and yells from below. Mm. Mm, what's usually below in a castle? Um, I think anybody who researched this castle coming beforehand would have known what Chillingham Castle would have held. Yes. So I don't know where he's, like, pulling this out of his ass or what. It but... doesn't feel very psychic, <laughs> what he's saying. It's kind and... of just obvious. <laughs> yeah, I know. And if you Google Chillingham Castle, it is, like, a famous haunted location. Like, they do ghost tours and shit. So, like... so this isn't a mysterious, never-before-heard-of location i just no. want to point out lydia right now oh my god <laughs> so listeners our cat we 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 have this like her ears are perking up she knows you're talking about it. we have this fold-out faux mattress in our living room for like right below the couch so it's like double-decker seating and we fold it up for recording um and lydia is perched and lydia is perched on top and it's really cute i will take a picture she's just a little loaf right now <laughs> So for whatever reason, as they arrive at Chillingham, Chris lets Barry and Sandy go in first while he hangs back, and he starts to get visions of a woman in the upper floors of the castle. Uh, he also, like, while he's wandering around the courtyard, he keeps going, I'm seeing whipping. <laughs> and he does the whoosh sound. <laughs> he's, like, making fake whips, whips with his hands. Um, and then he hears a bang. And stops everything. And makes a big deal out of it. Well, he's like, is that a cannon? Did somebody, is somebody hunting? Did we'll you, never know. Did you hear that? Or was it in the past? <laughs> <laughs> Good on him to like actually provide an alternate explanation though. Because Zach Baggins usually does not. For Zach Baggins, it is usually, this is a ghost. What, he he had a realistic explanation as well as the... The spiritual one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's so even... not a Ghost Adventures regular thing. Yeah. Uh, so also, this is where I started noticing that all three of our ghost hunters sort of pass the narrator baton among the three of them. They all do some narration work, which is nice. Mm -hmm. um, and this is also where uh, we learn that Sandy is kind of comforted by the fact that there's a chapel in the, dun in the castle. Which, mm -hmm. by the way, the chapel is gorgeous. It's very nice. And she says that if we get feeling too spooky, we can come to the chapel. Which so is really nice. cute, yeah. And this is also around the time when Chris makes his way into the dungeon in the basement. Mm -hmm. So this is where he the screams that he heard are coming from, supposedly. And he says, specifically what he says is, you don't have to be a medium to recognize this. And I also wrote down, nor do you have to be one to know that dungeons are usually in the basement. <laughs> Yes, that is why you may have heard screams. So this is where we meet Graham, the tour guide, yeah. who tells us about John Sage, John who is Sage. like the star ghost of this episode. There's two star ghosts of this episode. And this yes. per this was a real person, a really horrible, horrible person. Yeah, John Sage was a... A knight. He was a knight. He was a soldier. And when he was done being a soldier, he specifically requested to be the, the torturer for the kingdom. 
cool. And they went and t- we'll spare you the details because it's really we don't need to talk about it. But it's nasty. There are a lot of really horrible torture methods that he used on all ages. And he had a really high body count. Also, he was apparently yeah. very anti Scotland and had killed something like seventy five hundred people. Yeah, which is yeah. crazy. And then Chris goes to the first floor where he comes to the entrance of this really dark room. The rest of the place is completely lit, but this is a really dark room, and you can't tell what he's entering and he's like nope gotta i can't go in there back away this is the room this is the room this is the room it's it this This is is it this This is is it it. this is the room and you never hear what it is and it's really frustrating and he just keeps saying it and the producers of the show are like what are you talking about And he's like i can't go in this room this is the room yeah it's like a diva having a diva moment you know like i gotta go can't can't zach has diva (laughs) moments a lot too so this is where I keep. Get, this is where that chicken egg thing is coming in for me. I find it weird that when psychics experience, and I put that in quotation marks, experience um, psychic events or feelings or whatever, that they somehow lose the ability to communicate <laughs> properly. Well, hey, if your brain is being like spread across multiple timelines and I guess, locations, I guess know, if you're overwhelmed by a feeling or something, he's got the spirit in him. But like, just tell them what you like. Just say. Please just explain. This is where I wrote down Chris is who Zach will be in five years. No, I don't think so. No, you don't think so? Zach is not as eloquent as Chris. He wishes he was, though. Yes. See, well, I keep, like, he kept saying, this is it, this is it. And I'm like, okay, Stephen King's it is coming <laughs> to the Scottish castle. Right, yes, yes. You just see Pennywise yeah, in the I other know. room doing his weird, creepy dance that he does well, in the I'm new movie. I'm just wondering, like, it's so unspecific what you're talking about. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I guess he's not as eloquent as he could be. Mm-mm. The comparisons to Zach just keep piling up, though, because in the next sequence, oh God. he walks into a bedroom. We have a, a very nice cre- bedroom. If, if we had a bingo card for this show, it would be Chris acts like a creepy uncle. Yes, and he see he has a vision involving a ghost who he compliments, and the ghost and, and another ghost are having sex. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying, I'm seeing a woman, she's naked, and she's on top of a guy who's not supposed to be here. And then he walks up to the bed and he's like, you're very attractive. Yeah. And he just keeps going on about that. Okay, but it's not even the fact that he was complimenting a ghost on how hot she was while she's supposedly having sex. It's like, how the hell does he know that he's not supposed to be there? Did yeah, he watch the other part of like the a flashback of this man creeping through the window being like, ooh, I'm doing something dirty. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's well, again, if you know the history of the castle and the families that live there, then you would know what might have happened. Yeah, you'd probably have a pretty clear uh pretty clear uh, history in front of you. And pretty clear guess as to what may or may not have happened See, in that's this the room. Thing. This all this shit about him being psychic. A lot of what he says is like you could look this up. Yeah, you could have looked it up, or it's just common sense. Like, like it's, oh, I'm going to be in a dark stone room. Yeah, Shut you are. <laughs> <laughs> so then Sandy and Graham go into this forest um, where there supposedly were people hung from the trees, hanging trees. Uh, but before we get any more on that, we see Barry and Humphrey having a chat uh, about a painting... That has a curse on it, uh, and they seriously profile the woman this painting is about because it's it's a it's a Spanish Romani woman. Which they use. The... They use the G word, of course, 
and they attribute all of the curses in the castle to her and say she looks like a witch, so she must be a witch. <laughs> Can't she, make this shit up. She didn't look like a witch. Just look like some lady. Yeah. I don't know. How do you even know who this person is? What makes a witch a witch? I'm just saying, like, what from her visage uh, I gave know them it. the idea that she was a witch? I know it when I see it. Well, they, they used, uh, unlike, I don't know, it was a little bit more religious in this show, I would say, than Ghost Adventures, because mm. they talk about hell a lot, and go. Uh, well, oh, well, Zach talks about hell all the time, though. Yeah. There's a religious undertone to, like, every ghost hunting show. Yeah, you know? that's true. Uh, so Humphrey mentions that the curse on this painting is, like, the castle's security system, <laughs> which I think is really funny, because supposedly the curse affects anybody who takes something from the castle. Or wishes ill on the castle. Mm. Yes. And so he's gotten a lot of letters of people shipping things they stole back because they thought they got cursed. It's a lot of people stealing shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you do... Like, I understand if you go to a hotel or something and you want to steal like, <laughs> the pens or the little soaps and conditioners and stuff. Like but I a castle? Have. But, yeah, a castle? Like, these are antiques. And they might not even be from the original families who lived there since this guy is an antique expert. He might have bought them and brought them there. Maybe the, the ghost lady is like, well, now they're mine. Which is a valid stance. Don't steal shit. From ghosts. Unless it's like shampoo. But don't collect all of them because then they, they back up in your, your, your bathroom at home. and With the soap? Yeah. Does this happen to you? It used to, yeah. Oh, okay. And then I... <laughs> Well, then I was poor and didn't... I mean, I've always been poor, but... But anyway. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so they don't call it a lockdown in this show. They call it a vigil, but it's the same thing as a lockdown. Uh, and they have this fancy glass map where they're drawing where they're going to put all of their night vision cameras, their static night vision X cams. Um, they're going after two lady ghosts, and I don't remember either of their names, but there are two lady ghosts in here. Uh, Lady Mary Barkley. And Henrietta. So Mary is the one that Chris thinks he saw getting down. And then uh, is the other the original? So there's a... They really don't mention her other than just saying her name in this sequence. Like, was... they, they bring her up for, like, no reason. Okay. Okay, so one was the the seductress and the other one was the... Sister. The woman who was being cheated on. Oh. Right. And I okay. can't remember which is which. I'm pretty sure they said that... It, it was a husband and wife mm -hmm. owner, and then the husband cheated on her with her sister. Yeah. I Is think, that correct? I'm pretty sure that's what they were talking about, but I couldn't remember which sister was which. I think Lady Mary Barkley was the one who was being cheated on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris latches on to her, though. Chris is very into the idea of Lady Mary Barkley. He wants to hunt for her specifically. Because ghost sex. Uh, and then there's a brownout. Uh, but if you talk to the hosts of the show, it's actually ghosts messing with them, yeah. specifically them. There's like no chance in hell that there could be a power surge going on in this castle that's recently been equipped with electricity and they've got all their electrical equipment plugged into the, the system. Like couldn't possibly be just just a, a surge. No, it's ghosts. <laughs> They also decide that they're going to do a reenactment of their own. Oh, this was so cringeworthy. This is incredibly painful to I did watch. not enjoy this at all. <laughs> they go down into the diner, or sorry, the dinner hall. Have you ever seen them do this before where they recreate something? So, yes. Zach and the boys but, love to do this. Okay. But 
it is usually like it's different i don't know how to explain it it's a little bit more like this place has reenactments and they've got costumes to wear so we're gonna do a reenactment kind of like actual larping whereas this felt more like just let's pretend we're the people and let's play make-believe well it was also like pretty misogynistic yeah he threw water at her and like it wasn't great no it wasn't so she so sandy is supposed to be a servant in this play acting thing they're doing and barry is the king mm. and chris is the guest of the king and the king gets very mad at sandy and uh demands his torturer john sage come and take her away and then he kept saying that he was being prodded on the head by something i don't know how that was possible uh, so they all start to feel like kind of a change when Barry calls for the torturer, John. And this is when the equipment starts coming out. Mm-hmm. So they set a REM pod out on the table, uh, but nothing really happens. Uh, Sandy hand feeds Barry some grapes. It's so weird. Super weird. <laughs> uh, they catch, they hear some footsteps, conveniently not captured by the microphones, and then decide to split up after that. Well, I thought that they were, like, each doing their own little thing to to call him out. So Chris was going around, like, inviting him to come. And then Barry was, like, trying to bait him verbally. Yes, like, yes. You're such a dick. Come out and, like, sit and show yourself. Come and, get me. Yeah. Right. So Chris was, like, good cop and oh. Barry was bad cop. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Sandy was standing there with an axe. Like, come get this axe. I was like, what the hell are you doing with that axe? Yes. And she worth... was sharpening it yeah. with her leg on a table. It was very strange. And there's no fucking evidence from this. No. They leave all this shit in, but nothing happens. Nothing happens in the dungeon. So then they try and, well, Sandy and Chris end up going back upstairs while Barry tries some last-ditch efforts to bring out the ghosts and his last ditch effort is the connect the xbox connect sls structured light sensor camera uh which we know as i don't know i don't think we've encountered an episode of ghost adventures on this show where they use that not yet uh but it is a device that is it it is the xbox connect which if you don't know was a motion sensor camera released along with the xbox 360 video game console so you could play video games with your body um, and it is designed to look for human figures, so it's basically a false positive machine. Um, but remarkably, Barry doesn't get anything for quite a while. Meanwhile, Sandy and Chris go into the room. And we we learn why Chris was so freaked out is because he had a dream a few months ago that he was in this room. And in the dream, he was very scared. That's it. Nothing really happens in nope. there. No. Well... Oh, no, well, I mean, they get, uh, Barry comes in with the SLS camera and gets a dancing leprechaun on Chris's shoulder. So there's something. Yeah. Okay. So just from, like, personal experience or whatever, why wouldn't you go to the place that gave you, you know, the heebie-jeebies first rather than start all through this and, like, go through everything else? Because it's a show and you need to build up to the climax. Gotta get warmed up. Which doesn't really happen in this episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we kind of get denied that uh, that climax later on. Uh, Sandy, after this, splits off from the group and goes out into the woods. Double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she brings the fucking spirit box out, which I was, like, super psyched for. Um, but nothing really happens. She gets her name. She, she just, oh, she does get her, she name, her name, Sandy. 
um, apparently in a French accent, which she was very excited about because she's French. And um, and she gets spooked. Like, she just is, feels spooked out there and that yeah. something might have been coming towards her. Well, she's heading towards this tree in the dark so we can see what she's heading towards, but she's completely in the dark yeah. so she doesn't know what she's going towards. And she's about to touch the tree when suddenly somebody turns on their radio and you hear Chris like talking and it scares the crap out of her. So she turns around and it's like, okay, like <laughs> again, <laughs> like just yeah. didn't work out. Yeah. No. no, the real show though is, is what happens to Chris next. Ugh. Chris goes into the <laughs> sex room and he gets a REM pod out and sits it on the table. And then he lies down and he starts talking to lady Mary, who he believes to be the woman who is having sex in his vision. Um. Meanwhile, oh, okay, yeah. so yeah, so meanwhile, Barry and Sandy are doing uh, are using the Ovalus in another bedroom, mm -hmm. and the Ovalus is a is the spirit speaking spell that we often reference on a regular episode of Ghost Adventures. Um, and they hear the words bottle and messenger, and get really excited. They get about very excited, it. like, oh, there's these bottles up here, right here. <laughs> And um, what was the messenger about? Nothing. They couldn't okay. connect it to okay. anything. <laughs> uh, Chris, though, Chris has an experience. Ugh. Uh, so the rem so gross. It's super nasty because there's people in the room with him, like talking on the camera. Like we can hear that there are others here. Yeah. Experiencing this with him, and so the REM pod starts lighting up, and Chris is like, "Oh, you're yeah, you're figuring it out. You're doing it. Mm -hmm. You're getting stronger." And it like lights up more, and he goes, "Yeah." Yeah, and he like gets more and more excited about it, and then it stops. And he basically was like having an orgasm. It really sounded like it. Like it's. I feel like he must have been going for that. Ugh. He must have been trying to do this because there's no way that was an accident. Uh, I but would it, have hated to be in the same room as him. That must have been so awkward. Yeah. This whole thing must be terrible to be the crew members of these people. Well, I can't imagine, like, the guy who was with him, the crew member, which didn't give him a name, like, when the M-Pod starts going off, you hear him say, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> they bleeped it out. But I was Super su I'm surprised he didn't say the same thing when Chris was going off. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have been like, fuck that. They might have edited that part out. You never know. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So Chris moves upstairs after all this, uh, and he hears a female voice, he says, that he thinks is the sex lady. Um, and after all of this goes down, we kind of left, I mean, I feel like this, the, the episode's starting to wind down from here. Yeah. He goes to a window. He's like, I feel pain. I feel lots of pain. The guy, and he's like, put piecing together the history of this family. He's like, he's feeling lots of regret and guilt. And he wishes that he had done things differently. And then this is where the whole like ghost psychologist comes into play and he's like trying to make amends between the two spirits. He like calls them both in and is like, "What happened is in the past, but you, what you can change is how you feel about it." <laughs> he's literally talking like a fucking couples therapist he to these is. two guys. And and he brings out this little. He's a tuning fork. He's <laughs> a little tuning fork, and he makes a chime. And apparently, a pure chime is like. Is like it helps clear the air for ghosts. It reminds me of that scene in Hot Rod. You remember this? 
No, what? Where, in the movie Hot Rod, where he's training, he's training to be a, a motorcycle jump yeah. man, and he says, "I'll ring this. He, I want you guys to hold me. I'm doing training for my lungs, so I want you guys to hold me down in the water. If I ring this bell, I need to come up." Oh yeah. And he rings the bell, and he goes, "Bong!" And then everybody around goes, "Bong!" Ding, <laughs> like just making their own version of that noise. <laughs> it's a good movie. You should watch Hot Rod if you've never seen it. Uh, Sandy burns some sage. Smells nice. Smells nice, probably. And then they're done. And that's it. That's it. That's fucking it. Well, they go back to talk to Humphrey. And um, this is so funny. Like, the, the, the conversation they have with Sir Humphrey is so fucking stupid. At one point, Chris... Sir Humphrey believes that he has met Chris before. This is a very normal thing that happens all of the time to people. Chris reads so much into it. <laughs> Chris reads an upsettingly awkward amount into the fact that Sir Humphrey has mistaken him for someone else. Like they've met in a past life. Or, or what he eventually settles on is he didn't have a dream that he was in that room. He was here in a past life. <laughs> uh, and then, this is, this is also hilarious. I'm facepalming right now. <laughs> Barry Skypes Sir Humphrey six weeks later. And... Just, I guess, to confirm that it's still haunted? <laughs> How are things? I guess it's nice of them to check to make sure they didn't make things worse. So there's that. So there's that. Zach doesn't do that. Nope. I kind of felt like Sir Humphrey was just trying to get them out of his place. <laughs> just to, like, okay, I'll say whatever you want. Just go away. <laughs> Can we stop talking about this? Yeah. I mistook you for someone else. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Well, they told them what they found out with all of their investigations and he's like sure that makes sense <laughs> yes okay yeah that's right i wonder if he like saw the show after everything including the checkup because i i doubt he would be i don't know happy to speak with them after seeing the show and seeing what chris did in the ladies room oh no <laughs> he's like what that's, if that's sir humphrey's bed that's what that white stain was what if humphrey <laughs> sleeps there right so uh, that was uh, Help My House is Haunted, the first episode, the pilot episode of Help My House is Haunted. Thank you, Alice, for recommending Thanks, it to Alice. us. Thanks, uh, Alice. This is not a terrible television show. Like, it's silly, yeah. and it's Ghost Adventures silly, but it's not. I didn't have nearly as bad a time as I had when we watched the Ghost Adventures documentary, Yeah. Uh, which is two, an hour and a half of my life that I'll never get back. Yep. And that I hated the entire time I was watching it. It's pretty bad. Uh, whereas this was kind of fun and entertaining in the same way that an episode of Ghost Adventures is. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that the UK folks have their own ghost hunting series inspired by Zach Bagans. Yeah. Um, so what did you think, Kate? I really liked getting to see what was in the castle. That just actually, if they slowed down and you got to like pan around the room with the camera, you got to see a lot of cool stuff that they had in the castle. So I was kind of trying to pay attention to that while also being dumbfounded with what they were doing. Because <laughs> I just felt like I was being jerked back and forth. Like, this is what we're doing next. And this is what we're doing. Okay, like, we haven't concluded anything. Let's keep doing something else. And I'm like, okay, I can't. Yeah, and like nothing substantial happens mm -mm. in anything. Mm -mm. So it's very unsatisfying to watch. It is. I don't really think that they d did much of anything. Yeah. Except how you know, fake sex with a ghost and a therapeutic moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Maybe maybe fake sex with a ghost was a therapeutic moment for Chris. Maybe this is like a life-changing experience for him. <laughs> like now he and Zach have something to talk about. You yeah. know, like they understand each other a little better now. Yeah. Well, this was definitely like the Chris Fleming show. I'm sorry. The oh, other sure. two had like nothing yeah. compared to no. him. Barry like, and Sandy are in this program. It is Chris's show. Mm-hmm. They are ornaments. Yeah. And Chris is the tree. Yes. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> oh! Uh, Christmas. Oh. <laughs> For until you finished saying the word Christmas, I had no idea what you were doing. I was like, "Why is she saying oh Christmas?" Uh, so hey, tweet watch. Uh, I pulled up Zach Bagans' Twitter, and I've learned something that is pretty amazing. Yeah. This happened tonight at uh at nine central, which is no nine eastern, which is uh, six o'clock here in in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is not Zach's Twitter. This is. is Travel Channel. No, but he retweeted the Travel Channel. Oh, I see, I see, I see. And uh, tonight, as we record this, the Ghost Adventures crew did a special two-hour episode on the Titanic. Ooh. Wait, are, are they, like, going... No, no, they can't go there because they would have to go way <laughs> down would... deep under the <laughs> they ocean. They would have to... Um, they would have please to, scientists. They'd have to ring up uh, James Cameron and see if he's doing anything right now. That's true. Are they looking at like antiques from yeah, the Titanic? That's it. It's okay. just antiques, and they think they seem to be on a boat. Oh, I wonder. I hope Zach. I hope Zach dresses up in like period garb. Like tre- dresses up like um. Yeah, I hope Zach dresses up like Leonardo DiCaprio and tries to have ghost sex with a rose. Oh my gosh, he would totally do that. Probably yes. Uh, apparently, Demon House is coming to the network that runs Help My House is Haunted. Ooh. So that's another thing. Also, this uh, fun video that Zach posted of a dog wearing sunglasses sitting next to a busker. <laughs> it's so cute. Zach's He's singing, too, I think. Yeah. That is his one redeeming quality. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear it, but the dog just went, ooh. He's singing with the, his daddy and wearing sunglasses. Oh, shit. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, sure. next week we're going to have... Next week is a very special episode. Not that it's not a special episode this week. Sorry, Kate. It's okay. Um, we have a very special episode next week. Our good friends, uh, Whitney and Lindsay... Nelson. Fr- uh, Nelson from... Historical Hotties, a really fun podcast that you should be listening to, are going to be joining us uh, to talk about their favorite episode of Ghost Adventures. I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah. Um, We have some other cool guests coming up later on, uh, including Devin from the podcast Ouija Broads, which is another cool, 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 fun podcast that you should be listening to. We, We haven't scheduled yet, but we're looking forward to doing that. That is also a great podcast to listen to. It's Ouija Broads, Tales from the Pacific North Weird. I'd like to give a big thank you to you, our listener, because you gave us one of the best weeks in insanely haunted history in terms of the number of downloads in a in a single week. It happens every week. Not every week. Okay. It we, that, that, that used then. to be true. <laughs> it's not as true anymore, but okay. that's okay. Uh, we're just happy that you're listening. It doesn't matter that we that we break records, but when we do break records, it is very very heartening to know that you're that you want to be listening to us. So thank you so much for downloading the show. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Mm -hmm. Thank you for leaving reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, 
Um, we're on we're on basically everywhere you can find a podcast. So and hey, tis the season to be listening to spooky podcasts. Tis the season to be haunted. Yes, October. and also tis the season to be having ghost adventure movie nights. Yes, or watching nights with yes. your friends. Uh, remember to tell us uh, what your Halloween costume is going to be. Uh-huh. Send us pictures if you like, and you don't have to appear in the picture if you don't want to. You can just send us a picture of the costume, or just tell us about the costume, whatever. Um, and you can send all that to insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. But you can also join other Insanely Haunted fans in our Facebook group, Insanely Big Fans of Insanely Haunted. Uh, there's a lot of folks in there. They're all really fun. Um, and it's just a great place to hang out with other folks who like ghost adventures. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's about it. I want to thank Argo Fox for the music that we use for the intro and outro. And our good friend Leandra for the art that we use. Uh, and a reminder to support your state and national parks and your museums. I do one other podcast. It's called Zenkai Boost. You can find it at ZenkaiBoost.com, Z-E-N-K-A-I. And it's a show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, the recut remaster of the 1990s anime show. Um, it is almost Ghost Adventures level bad. <laughs> so if you like this, you might like that. And uh, of course, a big thank you to you, Kate. Thanks for having me, guys. This was been really uh, fun. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. It was uh, so nice we'd love you. you to come back sometime, of course. And uh, like we always say, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kate. And you just heard a A Class A EVP. EVP.